0: Wall, (laughs) you're welcome. All right, y'all have me heard me have a conversation with a man at Panera, and I'm up here with JP. Um, Welcome to Conversations with Coco. They can be random, they can be planned, (laughs) but this is just about creating good energy and finding life wherever you are. All right, well, welcome. This is Coco Rochelle, and I am starting a new podcast uh, and live stream called Conversations with Coco. So Coco is a stage name that I had. I was a singer, actress, all of that great stuff. Still do on the side. Rochelle is my government name um, that my mother so kindly gave to me. And um, my wonderful business partner, JP, has, um, made her way down to Atlanta where I am currently filming and said, we're going to do this. So conversations with Coco. Well, I talk a lot and I like talking to people. Um, I like being able to connect with people on multiple levels. So conversations with Coco is going to be a show where I talk to anybody, it doesn't matter who it is, it could be a CEO, it could be a teacher, it could be you, and we talk about anything and everything, Uh, I live spontaneously, ask my friends, ask my family, there sometimes is no rhyme or reason, but it all works out, So the conversations that I'm looking to have could be about life. It could be about love. It can be about relationships. It can be about God, your beliefs. It could be about good food and they will happen anywhere. Right now we're in my living room. I'm bringing you into my world with something I don't really do, but welcome. Welcome to my home. (laughs) We're going to have a good time. So I love talking about the power of words. That's my main thing. Um, I've been studying, um, word science as people call it for probably over 20 something years. And I even wrote a book, got it right here. Bam. It's called speak life now. That's me. And it all started by me writing notes for probably like 10 years of just writing and writing and writing my thoughts, my words, my affirmations, my mantras, all that stuff. And I decided to put it into a book. And so I live for the I live to talk about how our words and our thoughts can manifest into our reality. Plain and simple. I've seen it happen and I like to talk to people about how that how that happens for them. Sometimes you're cognizant of it and sometimes you're not. And I like to talk about those things. So conversations with Coco is going to be fun. I have some great people lined up to sit either on my couch or at some restaurant or at an amusement park, at, at the park, at a concert. It doesn't matter. I just, I just want to connect. I think that we don't connect enough as a people. And I think that we're, we're longing for that. I think we're longing for that connection. And I want to provide a platform to connect, and not only for me to connect with my um, my guest, but for us to connect with you. So we're going to be on live stream at www.unheardmedia.biz. That's JP's house, <laughs> and we're gonna have a, we're gonna have a good time. So stay right there. There's a lot more to come and uh, tell a friend. And if you want to talk to me, let me know. You can reach me on social media. I am on Instagram. That's my home for right now. It's going to expand, but I am at I am Coco Rochelle at sign, at sign. Is that right? This way. I am Coco Rochelle and reach out and say, you know what? You may not come sit on my couch, but we can meet somewhere. But you can sit on my couch. We can talk anywhere, a coffee shop, anywhere. And let's talk. Let's have some real conversations. All right. See you soon. Bye. All right. So we are at my first episode of Conversations with Coco. Welcome, welcome. We're doing this in my living room. Now, a lot of you guys don't know me, but I am a very private person. And so I am, my my home is my sanctuary. So if I bring you in here, that means you are close to me because I just can't do every spirit up in my house. But I have a very wonderful guest today and it is Miss tasha ryan she is also oh i'm from st louis so hey st louis in the house we have someone what on the voice right now i think two people from the voice that are from st louis um which is exciting so tasha is a very good girlfriend of mine i've been knowing her for some years she can sing her face off Yes, Lord. Today, <laughs> I don't know if we're gonna sing a little something for you today, but so again, guys, this is my first episode with Conversations with Coco, and my first conversation is with Tasha Ryan. So
1: welcome, thank you for having me, and you're beautiful. I mean,
0: it's gorgeous. It took you forever to come over here, but that's okay. It did. It that's did, okay. But I'm here. Yes. <laughs> I Hallelujah. Made it. Hallelujah!
1: Hallelujah! Hallelujah! <laughs> she's here.
0: So um, you like me? You are recently a transplant from St. Louis to Atlanta. So I know it's been a journey. Probably is still a journey, as it is. Tell me about it. Tell me about your decision
1: to move here. And I know it was a walk of faith. Mm -hmm. I know it was. So tell me about that. Um, I always say life is a journey. Everything that we go through is for a reason. Mm -hmm. Um, Everything is seasonal. You have different seasons that you go through throughout life. I had never moved away from St. Louis. I had been in St. Louis all of my life, born Mm -hmm. and raised. Mm -hmm. And I just really um, wanted something different. I wanted something different. I wanted something new. Um, It was just a lot of stagnant um, things going on. I just felt, uh, you know, I wasn't Mm -hmm. moving Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. where I was. So it was just time to do something and shake it up a little bit. Yeah, I get it. Um, Atlanta just seemed to be the place to be. Everybody was saying, "Don't move to Atlanta." Don't yeah, go. right. Everybody's in Atlanta is too crowded. They're like, don't come, don't, don't come. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> don't come down. Now I, I understand. Now I'm like, don't. Nobody else. <laughs> don't please, like, don't come to Atlanta. Just us. Uh, exactly. But it was an amazing move. Um, and it was all by faith, all by God mm-hmm. um, because I came here with absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. I sold mm-hmm. everything in my home. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't have a car. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a job. I did not have a plan.
0: And I remember when you <laughs> were leaving. I remember I remember your talks about it mm-hmm. and you just left. Like, yeah. poof! I was yeah. like,
1: okay. I, I mean, my church was like, what, what's going on? My mom was like, really? You leaving? <laughs> yeah, that's how it is. So um, it was absolutely a faith move. I just felt like God was pulling me Mm-hmm. To something greater, um, yeah. And so when when that happens, sometimes you don't know. You just have to move and step out on faith and just be um, open to the possibilities.
0: Absolutely, so, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can I can relate. Um, I don't know if I gave you a book, but I remember you were a part of the promotion Mm -hmm. for everything for the book and the television show that I was doing Mm -hmm. in St. Louis. But the book that I wrote, Speak Life Now, it talks about that where you have to find the words even in the midst of your pain, Mm -hmm. even in the midst of your sadness, Mm -hmm. even in the midst of you being uncomfortable, you have to reach Mm -hmm. down and pull those words of hope, of faith, of belief. Mm -hmm. In the desert. But I think that's where you... I think that's where the test is. Mm-hmm. I think that's where the test is. Because it, it's easy to say when you have everything, when you've got your
1: car and your house. And, right. But what if you don't? What what happens, yeah. you know? And that's, that's the biggest thing. Like, God will pull you into a place into the desert place, Mm -hmm. into a place uh, where there is nothing Mm -hmm. and no one, you don't hear from. And that's, too, when you'll find out who is really there for you. Come
0: on now. You know,
1: you move away and you find out who really stays connected, who is really concerned about your well-being. And I can really say and thank God for you because you are one of the ones that reached out to me consistently mm-hmm. and you know wanted to make sure that I was okay. That's and right. And I appreciate that. You're welcome. I just want to say thank you. You're welcome. i <laughs> me be playing with you. I'm like, uh-uh, what's
0: you going know, on?
1: I know, because sometimes you get to that place and, and, and God is pulling you there, yes. but you don't want to be there. You know, it's like, yes. okay, Lord, I know this is the season you want me to be in, but, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. I don't want to be by myself. Exactly. You know? And then you get to a point of well, I want to be by myself. I don't want to talk to anybody because it's, mm-hmm. it's nothing going on in my life right now. Where right. As everything was going, I was going here and there, and I was singing and right. I was doing this and that. And then now I'm mm-hmm. not doing anything, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I, it's a it's a ugliness because you really have to face yes. yourself and look in the mirror and it's like, yes, okay, who am I? Who am I as a grown woman? Sure, you know, sure. Sure. you know, sure. and exactly. and by myself now in this new place in this mm-hmm. new city, and you're mm-hmm. just really getting to know this new person and, and becoming mm. something else that you weren't before. So You're it's... preaching
0: my truth. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. And so, as you guys see, this is part of just conversing. I think um, earlier I made a little um, snippet. and I was saying that the conversations are important because I feel like we don't connect as a people. Mm-hmm. You know, we connect through social media. Mm-hmm. We connect through texts or emails. But to really sit down and have this Conversation, it allows people to talk heart to heart. Mm -hmm. And I love it. I I think that's why um, relationships are so important to me because I try to make sure that this happens. Mm -hmm. And it's important that you make that happen at some point in your life. Mm -hmm. So now that you're here.
1: It's still, it's it's still, it's next level. Yes. It's an ongoing process. It is. It's it's (laughs) always, it's something new. It's always something different. And God is always revealing things to you throughout every season of your life. And I'm Mm -hmm. appreciative of it. And I get it now. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of times we go through things. It's like asking God, why? Why am I going through this? Why am I being put through this? Like I'm going through so much. But then you understand there's a reason for everything. It is. It is. You really have to get to that point where you can sit down and pray and ask God you know just let me be available to the lessons mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. not that I don't want to go through the lessons I want to go through the lessons but True. I want to get the reasoning behind why I'm going through let me learn Absolutely. from this you Absolutely. know he might not give me the reason why but let me learn mm-hmm. and get it so I don't have to keep going through mm-hmm. it, you know kind I, of thing. I, I so know, i
0: know when i when i moved here my my decision for so i lived here in my in my 20s so I wouldn't say I'm a prodigal freaknik, but I I was around it. Let's just be honest. Uh But um, my daughter had, um, she comes and visits here with me quite often. And when it was time to look for high school, she said, Mom, I want to go to high school in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. And me having um, set up my career in St. Louis, and I, I have been a teacher, I've been an actress, Um, singing, Mm -hmm. um, then turned to an event uh, consultant, doing Mm -hmm. meetings and everything, and I left all of that, Mm -hmm. and I sacrificed for my child, some people will say, why'd you do that, don't do that, but I chose, Um, I I wanted to walk that walk of faith with her, because it was a learning moment Mm -hmm. for both of us, for her to see, okay, we are literally starting from scratch, Mm -hmm. And it was scary. It really broke me down. Yeah. Um, like you said, just to the bare minimum of, I have nobody to depend on. Right. But God and God that lives through me. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, what are you going to do about it? Yeah. As uncomfortable, there was nobody calling, mm-hmm. no gigs to do, no <laughs> this. Right. You know, nobody could the run noise. to uh-huh. the Central West End with. Mm-hmm. And it was like, no, you are in this room by yourself yeah. i need you to find out really who you are mm-hmm. and so it was like that for a year yeah uncomfortable yes lots of tears <laughs> but the great thing about it is that the, those are the people that are connected with you they found a way to feed just like in the bible where it talks about um who was in the Mm -hmm. desert the the Israelites were in the desert Mm -hmm. and God brought uh, water he brought food he brought and it was even though I felt like I was in the desert Mm -hmm. people called people sent money Mm -hmm. people checked on me and it was it was a reminder of the God that lives in me
1: Mm -hmm. it was a reminder Mm so I get it I get it. Absolutely. Isn't it a blessing, though? It is. It is. It is. It is. You know, it is. It's like when you are stripped down to the bottom, you find out who the rock is at the bottom. Come on now. You know? The doors of the church are open. Come on. <laughs> With this communion over here. We had communion we had a little communion
0: while ago. Before, you know, we have to do that before you, before you walk in. Come on in the room. Come on in the room. Okay, so <laughs> nuts. <sighs> One thing I can say about Tasha is Tasha is always fashion forward, meaning that her energy and her her presence, she beats her face to submission. <laughs> yes, those brows. The brows have to be the snatched, really snatched. The brows are house Yes. <laughs>
1: Yes. My sister Ari in the back oh, understands. My, my plight. daughter.
0: <laughs> my daughter has learned the snatching yes. of the brow it's she imperative. Has I'm yes. like, Can you teach me? How do you do that? How do you oh gosh. Uh, but it's great. Yeah. So um what's next
1: for you? Or what do you feel is next for you? What are you being called to do? You what know you... what? I'm just being led by the Holy Spirit. Okay. You know? Mm. Um we make plans um, and God laughs at our plans. You know, we can say what it is that we want to do. And I do this at the beginning of every year. Mm -hmm. Um, It's like a semi-annual thing. I do it at the the beginning of the year, and I do it on my birthday every year where I make um, just this plan for my life. What do I see Mm -hmm. for my life, for Mm -hmm. my future? Mm -hmm. And then God just, you know, he rips it all up and then we start over. (laughs) But, um, I mean, it, it helps me to kind of figure out where I want to go, Sure, absolutely. but at the same time, um, God leads me in different directions and in places that I didn't think that I would be. Yeah. Um, but it's eye opening and, and it's enlightening because it's like well, it's some things that I didn't think that I could do, mm. you know, and he pulls you and stretches you in ways that you never imagined. And it's like, okay, well, I, I was afraid to do that before, right. but now you know he's pulled me and stretched me to try to, to do different things. So it's mm-hmm. it's good. It's good. I'm I'm doing some things, working on some things mm-hmm. uh, right now. Mm-hmm. I don't want to put everything I know they're in out there, there, you know, in the atmosphere. <laughs> um, but I'm uh, getting back to my creative side. I okay. put down singing for two years. Yeah, I've been here for three years. I have oh, not wow. sung in two years. Wow. So I am. Going to do that again? Oh yes, she will. Yes, yes she Amen. will. Mm-hmm. We'll talk um, after this is yes. over. <laughs> I know she got something up her sleeve. We'll talk. Yes, so working on that and um, some writing and things like that. So Good. God is just—he's working on me. It's all, it's always a work in progress, you know. Yes. We are always growing and evolving. If we're not, That's we're true. dying. So we have to grow and evolve. And I'm just grateful for the growth process. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's true.
0: Well, what do you think about? The music industry where it is right now. What do you? I know. Yeah, I yeah. I feel yeah. like an old person now because, I know. well, I you know, <laughs> I must be like grandma.
1: <laughs> you know how you used to have your parents where you were listening to music like turn that crap off. Yes, that's a mess that you listen <laughs> right. to. Right. And now my son is twelve, so I'm like, what are you yeah. listening to? Like, it's what is different. This? It's different. And I try to stay current, and I yep. I, I want to be relevant. I want to make sure that I know what he's listening to. Right. And right. know what's going on in the world around mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. So I try mm-hmm. to stay in tune but some of it i feel like i lose brain cells when i listen to it <laughs> so <laughs> it, yes yes um but it's interesting it is it's interesting because every every genre every um generation has that where, that's true that's true you know you kind of go through that You had like the nwa in that era where you know <laughs> Then you had the Tupac. And then, you know what I'm saying? So every era had that um, little bit of rebellion. Um, And now I think um, music is going through that again. Um, I Mm -hmm. wish that there were... Uh, a little more pure R and um, mm-hmm. A little more soulful um, people out there. There are some pockets like her. Yeah, I love. Yes, absolutely yes. love. LMA is a good one. Yes. Um, so there's. I some like. People... Um,
0: I, I know my daughter will probably talk about me because I talk about the song so much. <laughs> but Daniel Caesar, I think uh, yes. he's one of those. Even though yes. I called him, she told she taught me the word sapper. Oh, see. So sapper is Uh-oh. people that like sap music. And so I call See, him I didn't Sapper. Know that one. But mm-hmm. so but he is one of those I do agree yeah. that have so side note about the NWA. Mm-hmm. The year was nineteen. Don't tell it. Don't <laughs> uh, tell it. Oh good Lord, it maybe um eighty nine uh-huh. and maybe eighty eight. Maybe 1988, mm-hmm. 89. Um my mother had a Burgundy Daytona it was fly. okay, so you know I graduated, oh uh, you know anyway, um, uh-huh, so anyway, I was in her car, I'm telling <laughs> I was in her car, and I had my n w a cassette mm. I right. blasted mm-hmm. with every curse word that you could think of, right, having you know windows down. I forgot who was in the car with me that day. So, of course, I drive home. I did not take the cassette out the car. Mother. Mm. So, my mom gets up (laughs) to go to work the next day. And she calls me, what are you messing
1: Right. Exactly. I didn't raise you. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Casting all kind of devils out, see? (laughs) So, So...
0: I get it uh-huh. so now when I hear what my daughter listens to I'm like oh my god yeah. they're just cursing and this is just <laughs> this is terrible yes. but I, I have to stop and I have to tell her that well you know what not to say it's okay, but I do understand right, but let's balance that out. If you have some music that's doing all of this, can we try to listen to the clean version
1: right. or can we listen to some other things that and may that be more positive or maybe uplifting yeah. as opposed to what they're promoting? yeah. Was a huge thing in my house and uh, growing up, and that's what I tried to use in my own household. You know, you have different takeaways, some things you, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm, have mm-hmm. from childhood, you're like, I'm not gonna do that, yeah, but there are other things that are good takeaways, sure. um, and that was one thing with music. We listen to all kinds sure. of music absolutely. in my house, absolutely. Um, my grandmother owned the King of Clubs in St. Louis. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> It was a lounge in say like Hook the Polynesian by room? by, by uh, Billy Burke Samberg. You remember Billy Burke? I do remember yes. Billy Burke. She had a club down there, and um, like Ike Turner and Tina Turner wow. came Wow, and to it was called the what? The King of Clubs. Okay. Yes. All okay. right. And she was a musician, and so she Who had, was my grandmother. What she play? She played the trombone. My grandfather played the trombone. Really? Get out of this. Yes.
0: Your grandmother played the trombone. Yes, ma'am. Okay, She was, a, she
1: was a sweet uh, ray of rhythm. She used to travel the country on, on the Chitlin circuit. I never so it's in this. our blood. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. Yes. I'm loving this.
0: Yes. I had no idea. Mm-hmm. So my grandfather Ooh. played the trombone and he played for Ella Fitzgerald, okay. Sarah Vaughan, yes. Louis Armstrong. So mm-hmm. I get
1: that. Yes. No, we twins <laughs> I keep calling her exactly. my twin I like this is my twin. Yes. Yes. that's so, awesome she had a jukebox that she had from the club and we had it in our house oh my god when it closed and so we had all these records and oh, so wow. we listened to everything, and then my brother was a rapper, so my oh. my mom would be rapping rap songs in the house, you know. Oh my god, that's <laughs> but then so fun! We, and then we had gospel, you know. So yes. we had a little bit of everything, which was amazing to me. So I, I try to teach my son those sure. things, and sure. he has a little bit of everything from every nice. genre. So it's it's been good, and he's taking it in. I love that he's receptive to it. Okay, some kids are like, ah, oh, that's old, mm-hmm. footy, daddy. I'm mm-hmm, listening to, listen to mm-hmm. that, but he's very receptive. Oh, he knows yes. words. I'm like, how do you know that song? Uh-huh, you uh-huh, know, but it's yes. it's been amazing. I love that. That. Um, do
0: you think he's gonna do something with it?
1: I hope so. Do you? I hope so. He's I a creator to do anything really? with music. <laughs> no. Run. Really? Run. Oh my no. goodness. Yes. No. Like between all the things that he could do sure, sure you know what sure, i'm saying sure. that i'm open to that i'm open wow. to that and That's i feel awesome. like you know the kids of this generation that are coming up can change That's the true. spectrum no, you know it's not gonna always stay like this so right. i feel like i don't want them to get immersed in the culture mm, per se but to mm-hmm. change the culture i got you you know i got you so, i got
0: you and they can do that absolutely oh wow absolutely. Yeah, I'm like all right, No, you, you can do something else. Yeah, you, I like, like she plays instruments, and I like mm-hmm, that. But mm-hmm. it, and and it's just we know it from a certain, ave, you know, avenue, and then we see the the broader perspective of the music industry. And I think it, there's a lot of good, but there are mm-hmm. some things that you want to protect your child yeah, from. Yeah,
2: absolutely. Like,
1: Absolutely. But that's in every industry. That's true. You know what that's I'm saying? True. Because we can tell them, you know, go to college and get a good that's job and be a corporate person. Exactly. If it's get, not in them. Right. And get stuck mm-hmm. in that, mm-hmm. you know, because we, we can lose our creativity. You know, as that's children, true. they're so creative. That's true. And they're into, you know, learning and grabbing mm-hmm. knowledge from every, every place. And Absolutely. then we grow up and we get stiff. Uh-huh. And non creative uh-huh. uh-huh. and we lose that juice. And I just want him to keep that juice. Alright.
0: I, I can, can I can definitely agree with yeah. that. I can. Yeah. I can. Yeah. So
1: what is your favorite restaurant here in Atlanta? Oh, oh my gosh. Okay, so Atlanta people are gonna hate me.
0: I'm not a foodie foodie but I love food.
1: Does I, that
0: make sense? I'm yeah, like yeah. I'm not like, oh my god, I have to have but I love I like good food. Yes and I found some really good
1: food here really yes
0: different places yeah what is your oh what
1: are you about to say Uh (laughs) uh-oh disclaimer (laughs) (laughs) i love atlanta but um disclaimer y'all don't know nothing about food oh we so every place that people have said to me oh you have to try this this is a staple this is so amazing and i go and i'm like really Y'all need to come to St. Louis. St. Louis has some amazing food. We do, we do. And I've gotten I will spoiled agree. from our food. And I came here and I was really expecting. I'm like, we're down south. We going to get some good eating. i will be fat. I'm, I got fat anyway, but I didn't get the good food, so I'm kind of <laughs> mad. <laughs> Something was good. I mean, but Something no. Something was good. I'll say Busy Bees is amazing if you like soul food. I haven't been there. Amazing. It's um down by the colleges like Spelman and Morehouse. Okay. Amazing soul okay. food. My mom has to go every time she comes. Okay. And I love seafood, so juicy crab. Oh, are you just, do you like it? Oh. Yes. Life. Oh. Entire <laughs> Life Has been given Yes I even took my
0: girlfriend who From New Orleans <laughs> I was telling her I was like You gotta go She was like Hmm I'm mm-hmm. from New Orleans. I don't know. <laughs> right. Honey, she's, yes. I'm taking my husband yes. and the entire family. Oh, we it's get our so entire life. It's Oh, yeah. I could do something this week. Yeah, exactly. I could do
1: something and, this week. See, weekend. my family isn't big on uh, seafood. Well, like, well, when oh, you want get... to go, you let us know. I know who to meet... call now. Yes, yes, we will meet you there. <laughs> yes. Ooh. I love it. And... With the juicy special. Oh, mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. Yes. That season is amazing. Oh, yes.
0: hmm my lord,
1: um, <laughs> mouth getting all wet. Let's take a break. <laughs> oh,
0: I like now. You may not feel, this, but I like old lady game. candy. You don't like it? Oh, we had we came. My uh, my sister <laughs> came down and um, her
1: sister in laws and everything, and it was so good. You know what? I found out about Atlanta. Atlanta is about ambiance. So, when you create an atmosphere, you know, you have the outside tables and you can see people and they can see you and you have good drinks. Yeah. You can create. I know where she's going with this. You can create a certain ambiance, but the food is not all that good. Like, they have the live music on Fridays, which is really nice, a little outside patio. Okay. Okay. That's nice, but the food, I was not impressed. I was. You were on a bad night. Uh, Have you been once or twice?
0: Okay, we got to go again. Let's try it again. Okay. Let's try it again. <laughs> Candy, we are going to try it
1: again. I'm going to take her chance, Candy. to Old Lady Gang. And she's going to get her entire life. I love it. But you know what was good? Have you had greens and gravy? Mm-mm, that's a place? Yes. No. Yes, ma'am. No? Mm-hmm. Where is that? Is it open now? Yes. Where is that? It's amazing. It's off of Ralph uh, Avenue. Ralph Avinaffi? Yes. Okay. Greens and gravy. Yes, no. ma'am. No. No. He is amazing. And he's opening up a seafood place as well. Okay. So, you yes. seem excited about oh, that. <laughs> well, see, I followed him okay. online before oh, he you? opened the restaurant oh. here. Oh. So I think he's from the, I think he's from Chicago. Okay. And so he moved here. Nice. And yes. He Alrighty. He throws down. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. Greens and gravy. Greens and gravy. Yes, okay. Man. And what's his name? Um, oh, it starts with a D. Oh
0: Lord, Mr. D. Yes, we come to see your place. (laughs) We may we may shoot an episode at your place, crazy crazy. It is amazing. That sounds cool, JP. We have to go uh, to some (laughs) restaurants. Yes, you will not be disappointed.
1: Okay, Mm -hmm. that's good. Who else do you like? Mm -hmm. See, see, this is what I (laughs) say. (laughs) <laughs> you got to have more than, than two restaurants to say. I, I like, like, I like, <laughs> I like. Well,
0: yeah, I guess you're right. I like, um, um, not the fly The flying biscuit is okay. Yeah. I like another broken egg for breakfast okay. because I'm not a grits eater. Okay. But I went one day, we had probably just gotten here, and I had the shrimp and grits and Life, mm. so I'm trying a lot of foods I don't normally eat. Okay. Um, so, have you been to Atlanta Breakfast Club? No. Good. But see, let me tell you about Tasha. Oh Lord. So Tasha, <laughs> Tasha gets out. I, Does she call me? No, I find out about it watching her Instagram. But see, let me. She's like, hey. Let me tell y'all how long it hey. took me to get here tonight.
1: Okay. We no, we're not gonna have that. <laughs> No with, See, you can live, we literally live 20 minutes from we each probably, other. We probably, right, right, right. But, but with Atlanta traffic. It's in two hours. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. It's not like St. Louis where you get 20 minutes across town. Exactly. Like anywhere yeah. you want to go. Yeah, that's go. true.
0: 15 minutes to the airport, to the grocery store. You know, all kinds of people club. that live
1: in Atlanta and you never see them. It's no, like they yeah, live out the of town. That's it's true.
0: Crazy. That's true. That's true. I remember one time when I lived here in my 20s, I met a guy and I lived in Stone Mountain and he lived in Marietta. And he said, Where do you live? And I said, I live in Stone Mountain. He said, Oh, you are GU. And I said, GU? What's that? He said, You're geographically undesirable. Oh, my God. I
1: was like, Atlanta, right? Exactly. <laughs> like you for far. that reason, you oh cute and no, mm, mm, all, but bye right. bye, <laughs> no mail, no mail. I'm not traveling out of town. I'm not to coming you. to see you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not coming to see you. That this is will real. never work. Oh my god, this will never work. Like you literally have to pick one thing that you want to do for the day, and that's, yes. that's it. Like I'm gonna go to Midtown today. That's it.
0: And back back in the 90s, it was not that. It wasn't this bad. It was a lot of traffic, but the traffic has definitely gotten just more hectic and just into... And then the people become frustrated and... Aggravated, you know, going to and fro because and it's taking you have so long. Drivers from all over the country. Country that drive their ways and then they come here. Oh yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. So bless it's, their it's Bless their heart. That's bless a heart. struggle. But you know what? <laughs> I enjoy as much as I am so St. Louis. I do <laughs> yeah. like it here. Yeah. I like it here. Yeah. And um I um, you know, you just never know where life will take mm-hmm. you. But for right now, this is where we are. Yeah. I'm this so glad to have
1: you here. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me to your humble abode. Yeah, anytime. Anytime. <laughs> I'm gonna so come, just, I'm going to spend the night because <laughs> that traffic I'm not going back outside.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. So we want to take a break right now. So we're going to take a quick break, and um, you are witnessing my first episode of Conversations with Coco, and this is just so amazing. I'm so glad to have Miss Tasha Ryan in the building, and we'll be right back. Thanks. Okay, well, welcome back, everybody. This is Coco Rochelle with Conversations with Coco, and today's guest is dear to my heart. He's family that he's from St. Louis, and I want, <laughs> as you hear him humming in the back, singing the old Negro spiritual, <laughs> I want y'all to put your hands together for my cousin, a very good friend, an entrepreneur, and amazing man, Mr. Sean Lovings. Hey, Sean! Hey,
2: I'm listening for the applause. There you go. Okay, there you, there you go.
0: go.
2: <laughs> <laughs> hello, hello, hey, hello. Welcome to what's my good? show. I am so glad to be on your show. I'm
0: glad to have you. So, Sorry. Conversations with Coco, like I was telling you before okay. we got on the air, is just a real relax. I am a. Kind of a fly by the seat of my pants. We were just talking about kind of mm-hmm. person, and so these conversations are just relaxed. I just want to. I want the world to know about you. You have so many things going on, and you're doing so much for the community as well. So just Ooh. yeah, I, yeah,
2: yeah. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> so just tell them a little bit about who you are. Man, you know what? I hate telling people about who I am. Y'all should see who I am. Come on anyway. now. No, uh, <laughs> no uh, it, I'm a humble brother who cares about our youth yeah and um, I've been in the education system for over 16 years now and you know and how I got into that is a whole nother story but I'm gonna just tell uh, this one as mm-hmm. far as what I'm working with right now being within the system for 16 years on my 14th year I came up with something and it was like I was doing something with my students in class and it was dealing with etiquette, mm-hmm. and I sat back and I looked at it, and I was like, "Dang, this could become a business." And then the next year, the following year, I, I did it. I did it. I did it again, mm-hmm. and I put a little bit more on it. And wow, I started getting contracts with um, APS mm-hmm. uh, school system, um, Purpose Built Schools, and the rest is history. And the
0: name on. of this company is. Name,
2: this- of, my, name of my company is.
0: I'm sorry, y'all. That's all right. He so he, up it, he up be chewing this, uh, <laughs> that grandmama meant
2: that she give out yeah. of church.
0: He got one Man, of
2: his mouth, like, that's right there. That's what I do. That's what I do. <laughs> grandmama got it in me. Um, <laughs> no, the name of my company is called MyStyleMatters.org. I have a partner as well, Tia Tomlin. That's my co-partner in this. And, um, she deals with the cancer side of mm. our organization. And I deal with the youth side. And, um... It's called Mm MyStyleMatters.org. So if you want to go check us out, Mm www.MyStyleMatters.org. And you can see a little bit about my program, which is the Art of Etiquette. And it's where I actually go around and I uh, teach kids about table manners. Uh, I just teach them life skills as well. Um, Most importantly, I teach them how to set a table how to eat at the table, elbows off the table. I mean, that's those things that a lot of you adults mm-hmm. don't even remember Come on to now. do. Come on now. I just went to an event. I'm going to share this real quick. Oh, Lord. I just went God. to an event, the uh, <laughs> Dinner on Blanc, and I was sitting with friends, and they were waiting on me to set my table. So I was like, yes. nope, I ain't going to do it. I want to see y'all set y'all table. And I noticed they was tripping because they wouldn't set their table around me until I set the table because they didn't know they didn't know where the fort go. They didn't know where oh, the spoon was supposed to go. Get out they, of here. they didn't know. They were watching They you. were watching or wait to see <laughs> like you know, I could tell they was trying to wait to see, but <laughs> it just goes to show a lot of y'all out there don't know. And it's okay. It's not yes. a hard thing, but I'm teaching our kids how to do it. I'm like it's just it's just to feel empowered Absolutely. and confident when they go sit down at the table because I've been there. Where I sat at my first big dinner and I did not know
1: What's where to start? Because <laughs> right. there were
2: so many pieces on the table and they were all clumped together because it was a circular yes. setting. Yes. So, but if you know, like I teach kids four and two, your fork is on the left, that's where the four is, and to open up for the two, your knife and spoon. Mm-hmm. Your, uh, middle, your um, middle finger is longer than your point finger. So, I just teach little different nuances for the kids today yep. to kind of know where everything is when they sit at the table or when they set the table. Well, you're doing amazing
0: work. I, I just actually it. saw. Where you posted that the news came out?
2: Yeah, man. Here that and was so, crazy. they interviewed
0: you and the kids. That is huge, John.
2: Yeah, oh, man. Um, if you knew the whole story, boy, whew, man, glory. I'm sure. I go. Come on with uh, your testimony. You know, Come on, but uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. CBS 46, Karen Greer. They covered. They did a. They did a nice piece on me. I didn't think it was going to be as long as it was. It was like yes. three minutes and thirty. Yes, like, yes, yes. But it. it um, it carry over into so many other different things and so many other opportunities that are coming my way. I do have a book coming out called Mind Your Manners with Mr. Lovings. Yay for
1: the book,
2: uh, Top of the year. I'm doing pre-orders and you go to the site now. But right now, uh, I'm in the process of just kind of wrapping up a few um, loose ends with the book and then okay. going to print. And like I said, I'm just going to do period and be a self-publisher, guys. So I'm not. I
0: did the same thing. It's
2: yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's great. Yeah, it's not going to be a $10 book because I am on. a self-publisher. Come on. Now. So uh, <laughs> I'm not getting paid from a hey, publishing hey. house, y'all. So come on now. Support, support what I'm doing. Give, yes. me, give it as a gift to a kid. Um, it won't be out to the top of the year.
0: So is the book focused for kids or it's, for adults? It's for kids. This okay. book is for kids.
2: Okay. I mean, look, I'm going to be 100. I ain't trying to teach no adults nothing, man, because y'all don't really. Wanna know? We y'all, do. y'all are y'all are knowing, then y'all are <laughs> dip out and do what you was doing. <laughs> yeah. With kids, I can train them up right You're and right. keep them going. Absolutely. And my kids are awesome. They love it. They yes. they they hunger for it, and they yes. can't wait to show off what they know what they with know. me. Mm-hmm. Because they mm-hmm. like me said, I know. Can I set the table? Can I set the table? And they set for like four. Nice. And then, you know, and they do it, and they just, and they're excited. And also with the girls, I pull their chairs out for them, and I have the boys pull the chairs out for the girls. Yeah. A woman That's should priceless. feel special. If yeah. you start here and the father's not in the life, you know, make sure some man is doing it. Absolutely. And if there's some man doing it for you. Come on now. Because a lot of women are not. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know, want to get I into know. that. I don't but, want to but, get into that. Stay I mean, on my Stay my lane.
0: But this is, this is good <laughs> because it speaks the truth that there are a lot of brothers who don't know. Right. And so... How can they know if no one teaches them? Right. And so even though you're teaching those children, how about they're going home and maybe sharing that information with their family yeah, and their mom I tell them and their to. dad, you know? No, so no, I tell them it's, to. It's, it's, it's probably, maybe you need one for adults. I know you. I mean, I
2: will. I, I may do something like that as a nice, uh, fun opportunity <laughs> to have fun with and just be, you know, kind of, but I, I really, my focus is really kids. I know it is. And, I it is. um, because I love to see them light up and, and, and feel empowered. I mean, you don't yeah. understand when they get it, because they have to earn a certificate with me.
0: Oh, get out of here. Yeah, okay. yeah,
2: yeah. It's a little gold certificate I, I have for them. And, nice. And um, they have to, like, when it's time to go through assessment, they have to learn, they have to do everything mm-hmm. without me saying it. They have yeah. to go through and do what, I t- what the questions are. They do it, and then they get their certificate in the end. But I didn't add that the art of etiquette means... It's an etiquette class with infusion of art. So mm, okay. I, I, I teach the kids a little bit more than just etiquette. Okay. Because come on, you think about it. Kindergartners through fifth grade, their attention span is way different. True. So I can't just kill them with an hour of yeah. etiquette. Mm-hmm. So what mm-hmm. I do is I give them about 20, 25 minutes of etiquette. Okay. And then the remainder is. Art, let art lessons that I have put together. You know, oh, from, from cool. molding clay and creating things to word search with the, um, the 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 words that are surrounded around chair, like chair, sure, um, sure, sure, um, fork, spoon, things like that, and just so that they can get an understanding and stay within the curriculum the core curriculum I don't want to go and just be picking up words like you know hotel car (laughs) Bugatti you know I don't don't know that means absolutely nothing to them true exactly but I want to always stay within the confines of what I'm teaching got you now
0: Sean you have been living in Atlanta Georgia which where we currently are for like how long
2: 21 years
0: 21 years how tell me about your journey here I know it's been you. John has done everything, it is. Uh,
2: <laughs> From wow. the rooter to the tutor. Yeah. Uh, well, let's just let's, let's, let's dive right in. Uh, okay. When I moved here, I was married. I uh, got married in Jackson, Mississippi. I attended Jackson State, the Jackson oh, State University. Y'all just don't know how much he is a uh, JSU fan. Hey, hey, it's on my back, baby Right now, <laughs> it's on my chest. It's on his, right he now, got the shirt, the we playing Perryview in about Preview four A&M? hours, of no, about, about two hours we pay okay. peer reviews that's so, why so I'm here to a watch party ah, okay. Um, okay. a lot of my people in town but anyway um, I, I moved here I, I managed Pier one imports in Dunwoody for about a where year where I live okay. yeah I, I did that for about a year um, and then I interned with Pepsi while I was in college in a management program in St. Louis and um I wanted something different, you know, I wanted to Mm -hmm. make a little more, I just wanted something different, I had a family, I had a a stepdaughter at the time, Mm -hmm. and I had, you know, my wife before our our, our baby Sierra came along um, uh, two years later, Um, I just wanted something different, you know, retail is a monster, and you just don't get a lot of family time, and then, uh, and that course wanted more, wanted something different, and none of the jobs gave me family time, you know, Mm -hmm. so I went on to Pepsi, I worked Mm -hmm. for them for a minute, and then uh, I saw what these wine guys were doing. I said, "You know what? I'm working real hard. They coming <laughs> in. And they just do a little do twist of yes. this and they out. Yes. <laughs> I was like, I gotta do something. I want to do that. Yes. So yes. I approached one of the guys, and uh, he was a, he happened to be a supervisor, and he was like, "Sure, man. You know, shoot me information and." Next thing you know, uh, I was like one of 50 white guys in the business. I mean, in the wine mm-hmm. division, I was mm-hmm. the only brother, you know? Wow, and, wow. you know, it, it didn't bother me. Sure. You know, but it bothered me when they took a particular store account away <laughs> mm-hmm. from me. And I was like, man, that was a million dollar store, job. Yeah. I yeah. So you pigeonholed me down in the South Side. Yeah, yeah. So I had to make some changes there. And then I then jumped into publishing with Upscale Magazine. I remember that. Where that was like, a really cool time in my life you know, know working I with know. Um, a black uh, a black-owned company and working um in corporate and advertising for the publication was just mm-hmm. like you know it was awesome i got a chance to meet so many people all over the world yeah uh i well, saw your pictures the with country. tlc you know, you know Gladys
0: Knight,
2: you know, yeah, yeah, you know, quincy jones, quincy jones. Uh, you know and then going to a lot of the awards and yes uh, all the functions that went on. I mean, I, I was known as Mr. Upscale in the city through a lot of people because they how they right. recognized me because I branded myself. Yes. I didn't allow that brand to make me. Uh-huh. I made the brand. Yeah, I And agree. so people started recognizing the big brother in a suit all the time, and you know. It just opened up so many other cool doors because then yeah. i later became the general manager for uptown magazine which is mm-hmm. owned by the brothers who own vibe magazine my yes. boy liam Barnett. yes and uh, those folks uh brett and uh and jocelyn taylor at the time so mm-hmm. uh it gave me a great opportunity to launch the brand here and you know that was really cool again it, it submitted me back into the um industry mm-hmm. but i kind of missed a step when 9 11 hit the the, the african-american Uh, Agencies, advertising agencies took a hit. They started folding, man. It's like we started losing a lot of our. I believe that, uh, man. We start, we start losing, and that's when you saw a huge shift. Sure. And a lot of business, and how television worked, and everything advertising was aimed at African American that's those agencies yeah. got the money yeah. to put those creatives together to target right. us that's true but now they lumped us all in we are all a part of one whole mm-hmm. they figured that out and they're like shoot we don't need them we can just, do, can just this do this it ourselves it. Mm-hmm. you know they're going to buy anyway because black folks is, has um, the largest uh, buying power I mean we are we make yep. up a, a big part of that so Absolutely. they figured Absolutely. it out and was like we don't need y'all we can just do this ourselves because y'all going to buy anyway
0: Yep, they're right I know that I know that you have some other things that yeah. I want to talk to you about, but what are some life lessons that you have gathered through your tenure of being in the industry or, or being, you know, or doing things, making sure you're making your mark. What lessons have you learned?
2: Well, for me, uh, integrity and character is everything. So I, I never burn bridges. You know, um, I try to be a very effective communicator, even if yes. it's going to hurt your feelings, and or yeah, if it's something that I can't, <laughs> I can't do it. I'm not going to say I can do it. Mm-hmm. I would rather over deliver than under deliver. So <clears throat> um, I always say, just be an effective communicator, man. Right. I mean, I don't. I rather take. Um, a hard no over a soft yes true you know and people love you. to give you oh man i think yeah we could probably make that happen that's a soft yes mm-hmm. that's not we going to make it happen Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then you're going to call me back exactly. and we're going to sit down and make it happen <laughs> that's true. you're going to tell them you're going to give me oh man we can make it happen but you're not going to answer your phone right. I'm gonna, right it's right, going right, to take right. 3 weeks i'm going to miss my deadline I know. i'm going to be stressed mm-hmm. trying to get there all because you there. gave me a soft yes mm-hmm. it's easy to communicate and just say look at this time The way our our spending, the way we uh, buy or we uh, sponsor things Mm -hmm. is based upon us starting to plan in June. Sure. You know, at this quarter. Tell me what it is. Don't just say, well, I think we got some incremental dollars that some discretionary funds and we can actually make Mm -hmm. that happen for you. Mm -mm. And then I don't hear from you. That's not solid. Exactly. So, uh... Be just on, on all fronts, just be an effective communicator and be honest about what you can do and what you can't do. Absolutely. I think that we all would be able to benefit from that. You know, we won't get tossed into these different, you know, um, these areas of uncertainty. Mm-hmm. You know, just say what you can and cannot do. And that Absolutely. goes in regular relationships. Exactly. <laughs> Come
0: on. <laughs> well.
2: You know, well. that's called consistency, that's, too.
0: That's me. Well, I'm single, hey. you know, but that's all right.
2: Right. Me, too. Are you? I just, yeah. Just, are you? Okay. I just, I just became single on uh, <laughs> day before yesterday. <laughs> and you laughing. I'm for real. This shit still hurts. I know. You know what I'm saying? I we mean, talked about we put, this I put in, I put in a different ago. type of time. And I had to respect her uh, sure. on a front in which, you know, some women can't handle when you start to take a certain turn up mm-hmm. when they're used to being a certain kind of way. And mm-hmm. I respect that from her. You know, I don't, I'm not putting mm-hmm. our business out there like that. No, I but, know. For the most part, I mean, I loved her, you know, and it's hard to, you yeah. know, and I, I can put that out there. What it is that people don't see my relationships on social media. They ain't nothing you there. Exactly, business. exactly. So Come on now. they'll be like, damn, Sean, he was in a relationship. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah, that's why I don't be like, you know, too much of a hey, baby, and all this, you know, extra love to you on social <laughs> media because I'm in a relationship. If you ain't pick up on that, uh, yeah. <laughs> sorry.
0: But you know what's funny? I just saw. T.I. and T-I-N T-I-N Tiny and Friends mm-hmm. and I saw Monica talk to Latoya Luckett about that if you want a man that's successful you're going to have to deal with him being away and having that time and, that's, and I think that's mm-hmm. maybe where you are because you're always hustling yeah. you're always doing it and a certain woman has got to
2: understand that you are working to build something. That's it, man. That, that, that's all I'm trying to do. Don't get me wrong. Look, I'm 47 years old. Be 48 on the 19th of this month. Hey. I made different changes in my life. You know what? Yeah. Just screwing around, man. I, I had that opportunity. I yeah. did that. You know, and sure. now I'm getting old. I want somebody Come who want to love man. me, take care of me when man. I don't feel good, and you know, it ain't nothing like going to the dang uh, on to, to 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 Walgreens or something when you <laughs> sick and you got. <laughs> <laughs> I got to get there. and ain't nobody there to really do that for you that love yeah. you. You know I what know. I'm saying? I've been I there. It. I mean, I'm like you know. You start looking at, you know, I got friends who are uh, uh, who are dying of cancer oh, and are passed oh, away from cancer. I won't say dying of cancer, yeah, but yeah. They, are, uh, they passed away from cancer, and, you know, I've seen men abandon their women, oh, yeah. their wives because of oh, what they were going it. through, and opposite, I mean, vice versa. Sure, You know, because sure. it's an ugly disease, and it's a hard thing to face, but I want somebody that's willing to fight because I'll fight with through you. Through sickness especially. and in health. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's just not when we got the money and all the good times. Like I tell everybody, everybody got an up season, and everybody got a down. Yeah. And it doesn't mean financially. Sure, sure, sure. You know, because you're, 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 you can have all the money but then your down could be your health come and it on, take man. all your money. Come on, come. So... No, you're right. Do you not understand that it's not just that are uh, you balling right now or your account says you can do this or you got these type mm-hmm. of investments. Mm-hmm. You could lose all of that because you want to live mm-hmm. and that means mm-hmm. that you got to sacrifice all mm-hmm. of that just to live. Mm-hmm. I don't get people who are all about, you know, oh, well, you know, he don't have this and he ain't doing that. I say, baby, you know what? You can lose it tomorrow. tomorrow. Absolutely. I've been with women who had that happen to them oh. where... Now they kind of see my up mm-hmm. starting to move, and mm-hmm. you know, it, trust me, just being on the news—that's a I, I, didn't, I didn't been in movies. I didn't did my little cameos. But for and stuff. some
0: people, they're like, "Oh my yeah, God, and, and Sean, is. hey,
2: right. how you doing? Let's do drinks." You know and, but <laughs> and that's and that's cool because I'm a nice person. Yeah, I'm, you are. Yeah, I'm you I'm are. I'm not trying to. I'm not oh, trying. I stay in my lane. I don't care about. I ain't into that old. That's uh, you know, uh what's. Talking about people and yeah, you know yeah. rumors and I, oh man, sure. I ain't got time for that stuff. You can't exactly. uplift me, build me, and push that's me. Right. And if I can't do that for you, why are we talking about these other folks? I can not right. give a damn about that. Right. You know that's right. that whatever they choose to do with their life, that's theirs. This one right here, yeah. tell me how you can help me get that's to the right. next stages. But what's crazy, Rochelle, is that I got more strangers. Come on, now. That are willing to Come do for me than the people now. that yes. I actually know. Yes. They're, they're, the people I actually know, like, okay, I also have my own 5K run called the 5K Super Yeah, that's run. what I
0: want to talk about as well.
2: Have that, we have that, we kicked that off, and that was the most beautiful, hurtful thing that I've ever done. Mm. And when I say beautiful, beautiful because I sat back with a with an opportunity to research the business and I had an idea. And I came up with a different theme that everyone sure. else is doing. Yep. That's why you're you running in suits. Yep. So I took the whole cancer approach by benefiting prostate cancer. Yeah, you did. And I was like, okay, companies started telling me no because cancer industry is so saturated that yeah. the companies aren't telling people, telling organizations no because, man, they tell, say yes to everybody. I get it. I understand business. Sure. So I said, you know what? I'm going to come up with another area. We support veterans that's your initiative so now what mm-hmm. tell me no now mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. it was kind of hard for them to tell me no right, right it was right. like yeah so let's, let's see what we can do and give to that part of your cause my, my people are still going to benefit with prostate cancer from the registration fees sure. and stuff like that we're still going to win exactly. even if you can't sponsor on this side but yes. i'll get you on the veteran side yeah so you know i'm proud to say that um Fort Lauderdale just picked us up. Our run's going to take place there. Nice. In Fort Lauderdale. And I'm going out to L.A. to meet with uh, some folks at State Farms, a real good friend of mine. So we're going to try to push the run out there. It's just developing the nonprofit side of My Style Matters, which started as a as an idea in a t-shirt company. I remember. And we I remember. we never changed or wavered from the name, even though it was hard when we were trying to put the business together. Sure, We sure. stuck with it, you yeah. know, because that's how we started. We started, my style matter started from me being homeless in the city, mm-hmm. winning Best Dressed Man in America for Esquire magazine for yeah. Atlanta mm-hmm. and, uh, in 2006. Uh, and the fashion editor was like, man, you homeless? How did you just win this? I said, well... I won't say it was easy. What's for you is for you, but yes, true. I won because you don't look like your situation, and sure. I chose not to look sure. like my situation. I still wore suits. Sure, there are people who really know my story and who walked through that story. Yes. there were some that I didn't talk to because folks were like, why you didn't tell me? I said because I didn't want you to disappoint me. My friendships mean everything to me. Yeah, and yeah. I, I was scared to lose a friend over my situation. That was me. Mm-hmm. I took that risk. Of not wanting to lose your friendship because you did. Because if you didn't support me when Absolutely. I asked you, Come on. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be your friend no more. Mm. Because I, I would feel like I'm not your friend because yeah. you wouldn't support me. Yeah. I support doesn't mean giving me money all the time or you know I live with you with some friends. did. Yeah, I lived. I lived in 18 different places in two years. Wow. Wow. I bounced all over the city. Not wow. having a car, Still, all because I wanted to see my daughter. I wanted to make sure my daughter didn't and go his through what I would. daughter is
0: through. amazing.
2: Oh, She's, man, that's so it's
0: her It's her, it's you as a female. She's she's tall. She's uh-huh. gorgeous. She's smart.
2: You know, uh she get that part from my mama. The smart oh. side. You know what I'm
0: saying?
2: <laughs> Daddy just a hood hustling dude who got a little books in. It.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Nah. So I wrote a book called Speak Life Now, mm-hmm. and it was talk. It talks about the power of our words and our thoughts Absolutely. to manifest our reality. Woo. So yeah, yeah, I got one in the car for you.
2: Okay. So nah, I buy to be. You.
0: I'm gifting you. I'm gifting you okay. because I believe in gifting. Because I know that when you plant a seed, it comes back a thousand fold. So I have no problem about okay. that. What words and thoughts did you tell yourself to get yourself from being homeless to having all this stuff going on? Because that's my thing. There are conversations that happen with people like you that I think that's important because a lot of people, um, are not having these conversations and they feeling depressed, they are feeling down. There's a self-talk that happens with us mm-hmm. to get us to a certain level. What what
2: was what was it for you? Well, let me give you two. Let me give you two powerful ones. The first one was, I said when I was going through my separation with my uh, my ex-wife, was I didn't have family here. It was just right. me, right. and it was her family that was, became my family. Mm-hmm. You know how that go with I separation know. and divorces. You were against them. Exactly. But, you know, um, but I said something in the hard hard times because I lost my job in that process. And when I moved out, I lost my job. And I said out loud, be careful. You you were right. Power in words. I said, I'll be homeless before I leave my daughter. God, I was playing. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i didn't want to have to feel that so i was homeless yeah but i didn't need my daughter that's right that was the whole thing because see my father wasn't there i know what it looked sure. i know what it looked and felt, felt like mm-hmm. when you're doing something and you look up and that person is not there you yeah. really would like to see them support you exactly you know it could exactly. be, it, it be something between the parents but hey bottom line is i want both I went to both my parents. I didn't have either one. Yeah, yeah. I love yeah. my mom and everything, but sure. I went I went to Parkway. I was I, I was bus, so yeah. I was about almost like I was the, the furthest Parkway, Parkway <laughs> South, like, Hannah okay, Road, okay. up <laughs> okay. in Manchester. So Hello. I was far away from home, so nobody came to any games, and that's why I, I stopped playing basketball, too. You know, I didn't care, because it was mm. just like, you know, I see all my other friends' parents in the stands, choot, choot, mm. cheering them on and rooting mm. for them, and I got a little... My heart got heartened by the whole basketball situation. It's like I yeah. didn't care anymore. It's like, you know, what's, what's, what? You know, ain't nobody here to look root me on or, you know, give me words of encouragement or just, you know, just sure. clap for me. Stand sure. up for yeah, me. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, I've talked to, i talked to my parents about that. You know, my mom and my grandma, you know, I just let them know that that was a very hurtful time for me. And, yeah. you know, apologies were there. And that's what I said, that was the bittersweet thing about the run because I relived that again. Okay, got You You know, my, my, my business partner, Tia, was battling breast cancer during that part of the run and she oh, came wow. out. Yeah, it was that was a real rough time developing this run because she had been diagnosed with cancer in June in our planning period. Get out so of we here. had okay. we still had to push through and that gave her reason to fight. Yes. So speak fast forward to the run. It's the day of the run, you know, we were organizing everything and setting stuff up. And her whole family came down, man, from, from Virginia to support her, which, you know, they, they, her family's beautiful anyway. I'm like a son to her yes. mom and dad and, and a brother to her, her brother and everything and sister. So it's, they're, they're like my family too. My, mm-hmm. my, they're my family as well because she's like my little sister for real. And at a quiet time of the, the whole run, I stepped away. Tears, man, because I looked around again. I I felt that feeling of nobody's here to Mm -hmm. hug me, pat me on my back, or tell me good job. My daughter wasn't there. I told my daughter, Don't you ever, if you can help it, yeah, all you had to say is, Danny, I don't have a ride. Your mom, her mom didn't bring her, Mm -hmm. you know. And I was like, You know, those are moments that. When I'm building I'm building for you Yeah As well And yeah. I don't I didn't even see you there Yeah That was hurtful honey Sure I mean I had real conversations I don't have This old uh, Shelter sugar right, Conversations right, right. with my child Right I let her know What hurt looks yeah, like Yeah absolutely For her dad for you And it's okay to you to tell me That you're hurting That's right And that I have never lied to her About what I went through With her mom or when I was homeless, or if I didn't want her to hang out where I was because I was around other women. Not that women, I, not that I was sleeping with those women. It's just that I didn't want her to see a bunch of unfamiliar faces. Sure, sure. I, even though they I, are I friends, and there was nothing, yeah. there was nothing intimate in that situation. I just didn't want my daughter to see different situations of women because the women are my my friends. They were my biggest supporters. They were the ones yes. that held me down. They were yes. the ones that say, man, we love the fact how you love your daughter. Yes, absolutely. whatever we can do. Cars I used to use to go to her basketball games when yes. I didn't have a ride. I mean, like I got to tell you, man, my story goes deep. There's so many different areas in which I think men should be better fathers and women should stop letting this whole um, battle of... You know, I don't like him. I can't stand him. He ain't shit because he cheated on me. You know what? He, he really didn't really cheat on a child. He cheated on you. Yeah. Now, you may feel that way. That's true. But at the end of the day, he's still that child's father. That's true. And for me, it was just that simply that we didn't work out, you know. And I I love my daughter, man. And exactly. I think everybody who knows know yeah, how much do. I love yeah, my daughter. Yeah, you we do. Yes, you know, we do. I mean, you know, I, I share it on Facebook and social media, what have you. Nah, man. You, you can talk about me all you want. But when I sit in the stands and I don't see no, uh, no, other girls' daddies up there mm. with me, while I'm sitting here cheering our child That's on. That's deep. So when I look around, y'all, can whoever say whatever they want to say, if they got something to say, her daddy right there. That's right. That's right. So when she gets done with her game, she comes sit right next to her daddy. That's right. You know, and then I'm like, baby, go do your thing with your friends. Go enjoy that moment. I just want you to know that daddy's here. Isn't
0: that something? That's well, it. Man.
2: I'm proud of you. Thank I you, love, girl. You. love you. I too watch
0: baby. your, your journey. And as always, I'm here even though you don't call me. I have to call and you know, I, you know your family right here in town. And I I'm just gonna try to do
2: better. To, I, I, okay, because I, I, I
0: gave him tongue lashing this did, morning. She did. She <laughs> did. I
2: could take it. Though. I ain't scared. That's why, I call it, that's why we call it communication. But that's,
0: what, that's why we that's why we have these conversations <laughs> and communications.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Well, Sean, thank you so much. Oh, no I appreciate no it. Again, give them the websites where they can find you.
2: Um, okay, you can uh, find us on our. Uh, we are not for profit, so. Oh, I want to share this too. When, sure, you, go ahead. When, you, when you're on Facebook, what I want to share is that you can actually get, Facebook will give us $5 if you choose us as the organization for your birthday people give, oh, out of people, yeah people give a lot to these big organizations that they don't know where their money go mm. at least with me you're gonna see where your money goes yeah, you true. see the efforts that i do with kids so why not give to an organization like ours which is mystylematters.org you know okay. you can go to our website and then also on facebook uh same handle you can hit us there uh, mystylematters uh instagram mystylematters there twitter same thing so nice. um but just know that I'm not taking anything from those other, other organizations sure, that absolutely. may have benefited or that helped you in some absolutely. kind of way absolutely. not at all but I'm just saying as a small organization that's trying to grow and become a big organization mm-hmm. we can't do it without you and nice. then going and, and for your birthday I had one I had one person who just did it this month my old assistant principal oh, nice. Nicole Reese I want to give you a big shout out girl. Okay. I so sure <laughs> appreciate that I saw that I saw that yesterday I was like that's my dog right there you know she, that's she awesome. because she, she she's a good woman of our word and yes. she supported me through but being a cook, cooking yes. at different schools. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm a hustler. I do it yeah. all. But yeah. anyway, uh, don't let me get on. Cause I'm gonna take I it off. I, I got I got less than uh, <laughs> 20 seconds. So www.mystylematters.org and uh, on all social media. MyStyleMatters.org.
0: Well, ladies and gentlemen, you witnessed another episode of Conversation with Coco. You can find me at It's Coco Rochelle on Instagram. And thank you all so much, Sean. Thank you, you again. You are.
2: Love you, baby. All right,
0: love you too. Talk to you guys
2: later. Bye. It's three seconds over. <laughs> <laughs>